Blog Talk Radio. Sure. Yes. 
Okay, I have a new mic, and I hope that people can hear me because my mic is new, and I don't know how it sounds. Right, that's that's me too. So I just wanted to make sure you can hear me. Good. I can hear you fine. So you're you're good. So I guess we're good. And then that guy, guess who showed up on time this evening? Girl, mm mm, it's Yes, ma'am. Can you hear me? Is, is my mic nice? My mic sounds nice. <laughs> Your mic sounds normal. Nobody really, nobody really cares. Your sounds normal. <laughs> if it was off, I think we'd tell you it was on. So that's not nice. <laughs> All right, so guys. Welcome back to work. I gave you a day of vacation, no charge, meaning I didn't pay y'all anything. But, you know, hey, we're back. We're back. Yes. And I think, Ron, Ron, I don't want to put you out there, but do you have our last moment in black history from last week that we didn't cover, but we can kind of go ahead and do it today. Do you have that moment? I actually don't have any moments in black history. What what I was thinking of is, you know, since the month is over, I mean, I had something, but I scrapped it because the month is over. So I'm looking at black future instead of black history. Okay, well, hey, that works. Because it's black, so we'll do it. We'll take it. I mean, and it's not necessarily humorous. It's more of something for us to to chew on, food for thought, things of that nature. So, I mean, I'm looking at some of the things that you do, and I'm looking at some of the things that, 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 that we're all doing. And... This entertainment thing, we've always been entertained. We've always been uh, uh, in the media, for lack of a better term. We've always been disseminators of information. But in this new information age, I was on Facebook the other day, and every fucking body is an author or authoress. It's like, <laughs> yo. I mean, and some of them are really just writers and, and ain't done nothing. But hey, that's neither here nor there. Uh-huh. You ain't uh-huh. never lie. So, I, I mean, for those of us who read, it, it seems like it's more now to read than ever. Um, mm-hmm. If you look at shows, you got different web series and, 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 and you got different cable shows and movies. You got more than ever. So it's like I'm looking at our future. We're at a point right now where it's time to strike as a people. And, 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 and our future, to me at least, seems, even though it's kind of bleak, it seems brighter than ever. So, I mean, as far as black future goes as opposed to black history, I think we right at that precipice of making things happen. So okay. I just want to not so much give a, 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 a state of black people or things of that nature, but just a prognostication. That's an SAT word in case y'all ain't realized. <laughs> and, and, you know, look 
forward at the things that we can do and are doing currently that we're going to get better at as time goes on. So it seems that in 20 years, this little show right here is going to be black history. This time right now that we're in black history. It's just black history in 20, 30, 40 years. So the way I look at it, it seems that we had a place that we We've probably been here before, but never to this to this level. And um, and then secondly and lastly, since you are an educator, Imaj works from home. I think that I give our audience some homework. Right. Um, you can tie it all up in there together. You see what I'm saying, Mama? I, 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 I'm somewhat I, 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 I checked that. I, I picked that. So the homework I would give, of course, homework, if you do your homework correctly, you get something. So what I say is, and it's not necessarily that much, but anybody who completes the homework, the best three homework assignments, I'll give them a free copy of my book. I'll mail it to them on my dime. Right, right. So, so the homework is free book, free book, guys. Yeah, I mean, hey, why not? Okay. The homework is where do you see black future? Where do you see it going? And not just where it's going, but what seeds are planted now to make that come to fruition? I don't want you to just be like, oh, I see us being Buck Rogers, and ain't shit we doing now. You know what I'm saying? That's that's leading to that, even though um, Kitty figures would contradict that. But where do you see us going as a people for Black future? And the best three, I sell them both. So all you gotta do is inbox me. Where do you see us going? The question was, where do you see us going in the future? Yes. Positive, of course. Oh, that negative thing may be no I want to put it out there. What do you see us going in the future? Give me the rest Are of we it. saying black future or just future? I mean, if we were talking about black history. So okay, I, mean, I just want to make sure I'm right and you're right. I just want to type it out right, Ron, because when I post it and a few people read it, they're going to be like, who is us? Where are we going? Going where? I just want to put it out there. So I'm trying to capture the essence of your question. So when I ask you to check wait, how about this? How about this? I don't know how you word it. State the question. Wait, I don't know how you may word it, but it can even be a European to say where they see us headed to. It don't necessarily have to be us writing about our own future. It could be someone of another, okay. of another way telling us where they so see us going. So I just post the question, where do you see us going in the future? You're taking that but, as but, a question. But if, you put us, but if you put us, it's going to give the connotation that it's only black people that you want to write to. It's not. Us. I'm an American. I, I can take it considered American. I'm going to probably get who is us, and I'm going to say whoever us is. But that's not the question I asked. I didn't I didn't say I just asked you what was the question you asked. Why are we going through this? I'm gonna drink my wine while y'all get this together. So I can take an extra sip for me. Because like talking to a funhouse mirror and trying to get a straight answer here. <laughs> I don't really know if I appreciate you right now. 
Can you get back to the question so I can type it up and put it on my page as well? I would like to get off of this what's on your mind page. I would like to just hit post. You know, that's all I want to do. I want to post this question for him. That's it. I'm just trying to be helpful. Where do you see the state of black people headed in the future? Okay. Thank you. Where do you see the state? Oh, man, that was of black people in the black future. Like quotation because we all know that black is a political term. And, and you know, it's not necessarily, I mean, we're, we're not technically black. In the future. Was there any, okay. other, any other requirements to get this book? If they answer yes, the question, you see the state of... If, if, if something positive or negative, if they say something like, we see y'all being a, a larger part of the incarceration and in, in mass incarceration system, that may be true, too, but, <laughs> but we don't want to dwell on it. So I can just say the best positive responses will be awarded books. All right. Thank you for all of that. I I just want you to know, because, you know, that's what we do. We tell each other the truth. Honestly, I wasn't setting you up to segue into that segment. But, I mean, okay, we did it already, but I'm just saying that wasn't why I asked you that. I was looking for a yes and no, but you never follow lead. You are the worst at following a lead. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, I'm sorry I just giggled a little bit Dang I said it will win a free run <laughs> Nobody wants a free run Facebook will make me take that whole down Hold on A free book Prom run There you go Sorry Almost got us taken off the, the air Jesus Christ. All right, so we are starting off the show with um, a little homework because Ron is master at creating um, connections. And so he connected what I do and what Ron does, and we got to this point where we are awarding books to those who answer the question that that's posted to my page, and I believe Imaj posted as well. And he's going to come by, cruise by between now and the end of the week, and he's going to check out the best answer. And I believe he said three books. So the three answers that he likes the best will receive a free copy of his book. And people are dying every day to get their hands on this book. So if I were you, I'd take this opportunity to increase the positivity in my life and read Ron's book. So with that all being said, we have a whole lot of um, stuff in the gumbo this evening. We have a whole lot of stuff to cover from topics that... Imaj brought up, Ron brought up, and then some things that I brought up. We're just going to dive in here because we still got to get to these inbox questions. So 
Um, I let Ron talk enough already. We can go ahead and flip the script. Can I say one more thing real quick? Well, nobody really wants to hear from you, but, but I mean, okay. Now, I don't want to talk about this, but, but, but it made me think about something. Um, that whole Sheetha thing, Nicki Minaj, and Remy Ma, I, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want that to be a subject. But the one thing it made me think about is the best battle song to me was Lauren Hill when she did Lost One. You might win some, but you just lost one. I think that shit was hard. But that's just me. Okay. I, I, I don't think that was a part of thank, anything thank that we were going to talk about today. Um, Ron, we appreciate you for sharing that. Ron, thanks, Lauren Hill won the rap battle between Remy Ma and Nicki Minaj. Um, for anybody that's tuning in, that's the consensus. So, okay. okay. Moving on. So, <clears throat> In our um, discussion, in our office, we were trying to decide what do we really want to discuss this week on the wind down. And so Iman brought up insecurities. And um, so I'm going to let Iman kind of jump us off into this discussion about insecurities. And then she's probably going to touch on some other things. And then we're going to um, jump into some other stuff in the gumbo tonight. But we're going to go ahead and get into these insecurities. So when you brought that up, Imaj, you probably had something in your head, something on your mind. So tell me what prompted you to discuss insecurities. Um, as I try to remember last week <laughs> and why mm-hmm. it even came up, um, probably you know, had something to do with that one of those posts we did last week. It was. It did have to do with the post. I can't remember the post at this point. But it is something that I see all of the time on my own timeline that Mm -hmm. people are just so insecure about everything where it comes down to what they may have on, their relationship. Mm -hmm. It's just full of so many things. And so my question that I had was why are people insecure and what triggers it? I I can right. only speak about myself where I at some point in life had some insecurities, but it wasn't because of me. It was because of what tell me and mm-hmm. or how they treated me. So that's where some insecurities came in, but as I got to know myself a little bit better, I just realized that, you know, that's what you got to say on me. So, and I'm trying to remember the exact quote. Like, oh, my God, we talk about so much stuff. (laughs) She's been drinking. I know we were talking about, uh, or we had a post that was talking about, um, hmm, had to be something dealing with um, relationships and it really was. I'm trying to go back and find it, dear Lord. Oh, that's well, a lot of stuff. For a minute, she tries to go back and find this topic. Um, I know it had something to do with relationships. Someone said, and it was someone coming into 
coming up to the page. And, oh, it's checking me. Maybe it was checking me. I, I know exactly what it was now. Someone received an inbox that said that, you know, my you and my men are friends on Facebook. So that's why I oh, added yeah. you. So that I just wanted to see what it was all about. And you say some really dope yeah. things sometimes. And that's me paraphrasing because I don't know. I can't remember the exact post, but I remember what it said a little bit. So listen, this is how I felt. That was it. About that. That was it. You're right. So this is it how I was definitely about um, a female who showed up in the inbox and said, I only sent your friend request because I noticed that you and my man were um, Facebook friends or whatever. And I needed to see. She needed to check me out. She needed to review me, see what kind of relationship I had on, going on, I guess. And then I just said, but I read your post and you cool. So I guess that was my, like, prize. I was a cool person. And so she approved of this relationship. And I don't know. And um, I just posted the inbox to everybody. You know, I like to to get a feel for the vibe of my my Facebook friends. Because sometimes I misread things. So I said, maybe I was reading this. Maybe. I don't think I was. And then, of course, as people that are like-minded would do, the responses were very, what the hell is wrong with her? Um, and people just kind of went in on that. And, um, of course, you know, she's, she's fine, so she saw it. And uh, she got to read it. Yeah. Oh. Oh, she respond yeah. back because I I would like to know what that response would be because now you're inside of the box and you're looking at the box and the box has now said oh you need to get up out of here because you don't make sense so <laughs> I I want you know I want to know what men and now I'm eating crow because I can't just I've read all the comments and people are like what kind of crap who does that so she can't come back in the inbox and just be like um why you fuck me out or she can't come in that way because she has to try to set herself apart from what everybody had coined her to be and so it was one of those things where um. She had to come in and be like, well, I just want to let you know kind of a little history about why it's this way. And, but it's cool, you know, I don't I don't think anything bad. Or, you know, and I was like, and, of course, I'm doing me. I, I, you know, me, I'm just like, okay, it's fine. It's cool. It's fine. Um, because I'm not going to be fighting all, baby. I got bills. I don't have time to fight people on Facebook. Um, but I just... I just, I just let her, it, it was therapy for her. In some form or fashion, it was a therapy. She had to do it. She was impulsive, and she got it done. And I was with that because hopefully I led you to a happy place in your life where you can now go to sleep every night and rest well beside your man because I'm not there. So I had to, you know, I had to do that. And um, so when she did come back in the inbox, it was nothing negative, but she said what she thought she had to say, and the fact that I did not come across as judgmental helped a lot. So, I mean, it's cool. And, you know, I don't check my friend list uh, every day, so I think she's still there, but 
I wouldn't be surprised if I checked it and she wasn't there anymore. And I didn't block her. I just, you know, hey, you can stay around because I want you to see how much more my page does than see your boo on it. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> you came here for the wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah, and and I mean, because she, she did say something about I learned a lot because you know you know you guys know how I am every now and then when I'm like really into a situation I post a lot of stuff a lot of information anything I can find and I share with people that like I said are like minded and um you know if I'm feeling really pro black at the time y'all gonna get fed a whole lot so I guess that's what she's talking about is she's learned a lot from from my page or whatever. So, I mean, it was cool. We had a few people. I want to wave and say hello to um, so that everybody is represented. Um, Abdul, hey, we see you. We all, you know, hey, hey Abdul. Hanging out with us a little bit. Yeah. Um, Mr. Elliot, I don't want to mess up first name that, like, offends me personally, so I'm not going to say your first name because I want to make sure I pronounce it correctly. So we're going to go Mr. Elliot. It's nice to see you. Thanks for checking us out. James Cash. Hey, boo. Good to see you. Um, Angelica Nixon. Hello. Miss Chambers, I see you now. So it's, it's, um, it's really interesting. One of the things that I wanted to bring up is Imaj, when you said something about um, the insecurities, uh, Mr. Elliot had just kind of tuned in, and he was like, oh, sounds like this chick is really insecure. I mean, and that was what prompted your topic was that. And so even men see it as insecure. Well, some men. I don't know. Ron might see that as some kind of sexy, stalkerish, fun thing. I don't know. But... Ron, you know, you're not going to jump in on that one? Not at all. Not at all. Okay. I mean, I said, see how I say you never follow the lead? It's like I lead you and then you, like, don't. Never mind. Anyway. But I just, you know, okay, so Ron is the resident guy. How How is it when you are in a relationship with a woman who's insecure? Mm. Is that an extra stressor? It's terrible when you're in a relationship with a woman that's insecure. But um, okay. I mean, let's it's look at what insecurity is. A man that's insecure. I'm sure. I, you know what? You may be right. You may be right. But um, what is being insecure? All right. So then we look at what's secure. Secure is something that you can't protect. Secure is something that you know about. Secure is something that you're sure about. So if you're insecure, that means you can't be sure of it. You can't protect it. You don't know about it. And I think it's, it's, it's I'm trying to get my words together. In this society, uh-huh. they, they give us, yeah, 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 FAT. Yeah. They give us so many images of what we should be so many uh, uh, examples of what we should be, things realistic. You know what I mean? Like, we all come in different shapes, sizes, and colors. Right. Do you not have the right to be your own shape, size, and color? And and just because I'm not the same shape, size, and color as you, 
that's in this magazine, that's on this TV screen, that's uh, valedictorian or whatever it is, should I not be respected? So, I mean, and, and all right, let's just use ugly, all right? They say that, and, and I think that's one of the worst words in the English language because you can find beauty in anything. But um, when you look and you say somebody's ugly, I mean, they don't look as good as that person right there. Well, they say beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Now, I don't know who the fuck they is, but that's what, that's what they say. <laughs> but when you look at it, if someone has a, a crooked teeth or they got uh, imperfections in their skin, they say that they're ugly. And I say, no, they're just unique. You know what I mean? Like, I've seen people who, who, who are not the textbook definition of beautiful that I think are extremely beautiful. So when you look in the mirror, if you're judging yourself against those people, you see what you see. You know what I mean? So now that starts building up something in you, like, damn, I don't look like her. I don't look like Holly Berry. So does that mean I'm ugly? Oh, I must be because I don't. I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I don't see that other person. So now right. you start having those insecurities because you don't know because you can't defend your position of what you look like because you're not sure that you have value when it comes to the aesthetics of of of, of beautiful. So I mean, that means that person isn't sure of themselves. That that person doesn't have knowledge of themselves. That person, you know, can't. Defend yourself, things of that nature. So, right. When those things start building up in you, then you try to you gotta do something else. So she not. I'm about to really say it. So she don't look as good as your ex girl. So she gonna make sure that she gives you head every night because she gotta make you happy somehow. Mm-hmm. And she gonna make she gonna allow you to cheat on her. Because she got to make sure that you have it. You know what I mean? Yeah. She going to do this for you or that for you because she don't look like this woman or he don't look like that man. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that insecure thing, if it's one thing I know is that, um, matter of fact, there's a song, and I'll send it to you and you can put it on the page, right? And the name of the song is um, Nobody's Better. And the hook goes, I ain't better than nobody, but nobody's better than me. Right? And that's basically, uh, 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 that could be a theme song for the insecure people. Like, the same God that made you, well, I don't want to go down that road. But I know you we don't. Going. I was like, are you really going to start this conversation? <laughs> you, you came out of a vagina just like I came out of a vagina. You know what I mean? We both came out of vagina. So I'm worth just as much as you're worth. You know what I mean? Whether I look different or not. And when you could come to that realization, then those insecurities start to peel away. You know what I mean? They start to fall off. You start to shed those insecurities. But that's from actually realizing your value in you. So, I mean, I've I've dealt with women who are insecure. And sometimes us as men, we plant those insecurities in them women. Like, I wasn't necessarily the most faithful man. So now, every time I'm out past 1030, she thinks I'm fucking somebody. 
No, that's not what I'm doing. I did that on my lunch break. I, I was just. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> always, it was something. Always, it's always got to be a little sprinkle fuckery in something that he says, especially when he gets long-winded. When he's long-winded, not a sprinkle, a dash. It was a dash, not a sprinkle. Does but, it? But yeah. Different? But, yeah, there's definitely a difference. There's definitely a difference. I don't want to get into it because I'm long-winded. That's what you said. But that being said, Dude, sometimes, you, you know, are so that insecure. I'm long something else, too, Mama. 25 <laughs> minutes ago. I asked you a question 25 minutes ago. We're just getting to the answer. Like, now, you just answered the question. But it's been worth it. <laughs> that being said, that being Again, said, it's terrible. That is subjective terrible. and maybe not... Subjective. That's another SAT word, right? There you go. There you yeah. go. Use that degree. Oh. This is why. Okay, so, I, so Jerry, I was so sorry that you not laugh at Ron. That makes me feel better when he gets no attention, no undue attention. Please don't. I know, Angelica, you can be honest, but sometimes, as you will see, this is the first time you've been hanging out with us, but you'll find out that sometimes his honesty is trash. So don't give him too much credit. It's, yes. his, own, it's his own truth. Nobody else understands it, it, it's his own truth. If you need a reference, go back a couple of weeks on demand and listen to his explanation of the pimp that that you can Google that some only Google it. Ron bullshit. No, don't. Here we go. So, um, I was asked by one of our listeners, I was asked by one of our listeners um, if they could jump on here and ask a question or make a comment. Sure. Comment. We haven't talked to anybody lately. So, sure. Ebony, if you're still wanting to make your comment, I will hook you up right now. Are you wanting to still comment, Ebony? I'm here. Can you guys hear me? Muting your mic. How are you? I am fantastic. How are you? I won't complain. Hi, Imaj. Hi, Ron. How you guys doing? Hi, Ebony. I'm great. How are you? I'm good. How are you tonight? I am fantastic. So, you, you notice you more didn't answer your question, right? She just said, I won't I, I won't complain. But I ain't saying how you are. <laughs> wow. That means I that she's that doing good, that she's voice, not going to complain. Voice on. She put his big boy voice on, so now he wants to act like a grown-up. Ron, you are definitely a character. I just had to say that. But I definitely do want to um, agree. My comment was on the topic. I really, really like this topic. I think that when you have, um, I don't just want to say females with insecurities, but people with insecurities in general, I think that if it is a person that's not in a relationship, maybe they have developed those insecurities over a period of time based on some stuff that was said to them, you know, in their past. Maybe they have some some. Um, you know, some issues that they're dealing with, whether it be, you know, I think it just stems a lot from things that they were told about themselves and they start to believe them. 
Um, but I do agree with Ron a little bit about, you know, maybe they're just not sure of themselves. It takes time to be able to build um, confidence and self-esteem, you know, and stuff like that. But usually in a relationship, it comes from that other person doing something that has made them to feel that way. And, Ron, you said it yourself. You know, you used to cheat. That ain't what you do no more. You did that on your lunch break. Or, you know, whatever. And it was a long lunch break, too. It was one of an extended lunch break. It wasn't one of those half-hour lunch breaks. You see what I'm saying? So you were doing some extra stuff on your lunch break. And then, you know, and then you wonder why this person feels like this. I feel like it's definitely somebody has made them the other party in the relationship has made them feel that way. And it takes a long time to get over stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Now, you said you agree with me a little bit. It sounds like you agree with everything I said. What did you disagree you know, with? Anybody with sense would never go on record and say they really, truly <laughs> agree with everything you said. This case could be played back as evidence anywhere in America. She can't say completely. Not completely, no. Because I do agree that it takes time for a person to develop and get to know their worth before they can be fully secure in themselves. That's the part I agree with. Mm-hmm. All right, but what don't you agree with? Um, every other thing that you said. Wow. <laughs> but I love y'all, though. I really do. I really do. I, really I love her. Yeah, she's really yeah, she going to slap me with both hands and then say she loves me. That's some bullshit. <laughs> that's, that's, that's that tough love. What are you talking about? That's that tough love. Yeah, that's real right It's there. necessary sometimes. That's it. But that's all I wanted to say. I love you guys. Have a good night. I'm still going to be listening. Thank you. Okay, well, thank thank you you for jumping in. I I thank you for adding that piece that you do not agree with that he said, like everything else. That was beautiful. Well done, (laughs) Ebony. I set myself up for that one. You did? You did. You always set yourself up for stuff, though. I mean, really. Yeah, the biggest setup ever. But moving on. All right, so it looks like this topic is not going to go anywhere because we're probably going to end up getting back on that because um, I feel it coming back around when we get into bigger. Wait, but hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let's ask this question. Who doesn't have insecurities? I would say that all of us have insecurities, especially those of us who have things. So okay, whether it hold be on, hold on, Ron X. Because every time you get started, it's like you are gonna be there for a minute. Okay. No, I'm not. I'm so, not I'm really not. You're not. This gonna be short? This one's gonna be short. It'll be short. It's gonna be and short. sweet. And sweet. Okay, I mean if you have children if you, if you have children, you may be insecure that they're going to live up to a certain criteria. If you have a relationship, is this relationship going to be good? You know what I mean? Like, I think we all have insecurities. The question is, how do we deal with them? That's true. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> he said, okay. That's kind of like that lunch break, huh? Short and out of there. Okay. So, um, <laughs> moving on. That bullshit. Because I just I want I want to make sure that we come back to the insecurities because one of the things that Ron almost said was really important. 
Kate almost said something about where all, we all have our insecurities. No, I did say that. No, no, no. I was, I'm not finished because I'm going to get to the part that's important. But our insecurities, are they leading our behaviors and our actions? It's okay to, like, I have insecurities. Physically, I don't fit what the mainstream media says is a sexy woman's shape, physically. However, they ain't seen their show Anyway, but my insecurities do not keep me from participating in the world in the ways that I choose to. Um, they may make me make some changes, but if I decide that I'm going to put on a bathing suit, I find one that hides some of the things that I don't think everybody needs to know. But I will still put one on. Or if I choose to wear um, something that maybe mainstream media says I should not, I may still do that if I feel like I look good for me in that. And I think if our insecurities become our bars and start to imprison us, that's when we have a problem. When it starts to govern everything that we do and we start to act outside of ourselves because of them, that's when they are our problem. But if my insecurity makes me check behind this man every single day, that I can't do things that I should be doing, that's a problem. That is a problem. So that's what Ron almost said. He got close, but he didn't do it. So I wanted to add that piece. Um, all right, getting back into the display sickness. Ron, what was your topic? I was um curious about things that, you know, have run their course that are obsolete. Things that, you know, do we still need these things? I mean, it's little things okay. like the newspaper. Newspapers are obsolete. But, you know, you still need to read. It's just that we do it in a different way now. Um, um, I was reading something the other day. It said, is marriage obsolete? You know what I mean? Mm. Like, do people value marriage? Do people still get married? Uh, uh, I mean, even you look at like radio, terrestrial radio, where it was 15, 20 years ago. Time. Who is chewing on popcorn? I'm like you on a, you sound like you on a radio from 20 years ago. Why are you talking about background? What is all over the background? Certain things no longer have a use. And, and certain things will always be useful. So, I mean, it was just interesting to me that certain things are like dinosaurs. They're, you know, they're, they're going away. So, you know. So, so Ooh, they're going away. Is that evolution or is that um, the death of an era? What do you call that? How do you see, see that? Some people, will call it, some people will call it de-evolution because one thing that people don't do anymore is right. Like, when's the last time you got a letter? She may have got an email, but a letter? You know what I mean? And 
And it's available now because I get stuff in my mailbox a lot. They they write like you owe us this money and pay it on this day. Honey, that ain't that ain't no letter. That's a bill. Right, and that's typing. That's typing. That's not writing. As an educator, you should know the difference. I'm I'm starting to see why our public. Never mind. I ain't gonna finish that. Um, (laughs) It's not what. All right, you're talking about my friends and her profession. Don't get me on my boat sandbox, homeboy. Sandbox. Sandbox. No, I'm just saying. Like it, it like it. I thought it was a soapbox, but anyway. My soapbox, you know. Come on with it. Come on. Come on, please. I'm just saying, like, if you, if you don't write and you start writing, your wrist start hurting. You know what I mean? Like, you don't use those muscles in a long time. And and, and to me, that's a de-evolution as opposed to an evolution. I've never gotten a, a letter from somebody that I've only read once. You know what I mean? You usually read letters two, three, four times, let them soak in, come back to them. That's that's what a, a, a mode of. Listen, man, I told you about some lunch breaks, man. Come on, man. Don't be questioning, Daddy. Either letters too, like on paper. That's disgusting. Like, wait a minute. Did she say I said on the paper? Now you smell it. I mean, I just asked. Are you scratching sniff letters? Scratch and sniff oh, letters. Geez. Yes. Probably have 
had a conversation with while you guys were sitting there. But everybody was scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Yeah, that's something that's becoming obsolete. It's to actually engage in the human because it's what you do when you're around other humans. It's almost like it's like it's a last resort. I had um I went yeah. to my cousin's house in North Carolina a few months back, and for whatever reason they had forgot to pay their cable bill, so the cable was off. So it was four of us sitting around the living room, and we actually started to converse and and and, and play word games, and you know we was what's the the capital of every state? You know what I mean? Like playing games like that that take me back to my, my youth and things that we did, you know, like before we had this technology, before we had these these uh, these cell phones that we were so uh, attached to. And it was one of the best nights that I had in years, just sitting around with my family and playing games and conversing and things of that nature. So I feel you when you say mm-hmm. You know what? You know, because I, I am... Seeing the people every day when I go to work. And let me tell you what else is about to become a problem for our world, this generation. Um, we are trading in convenience and, um, I guess, well, convenience kind of covers it. We're trading in convenience for conventional wisdom or thinking or common sense. Um, if you, if I ask this group of children a question, the first thing that they want to do is Google it. They don't want to think about it. They don't want to go, oh, I saw this word somewhere else. What are we doing? Oh, maybe she's referring to this. No, they want to type it in Google and push or send or Google, go, whatever they do. And that's what they want to then copy and paste down as the answer. It doesn't matter if it doesn't connect. Um, in the science class, they were being asked about, man, what was the question? It was a, it was a, it was something, technology science, but it was something that had a word that had two meanings. And um, they just typed it into Google. It didn't matter that what the concept was that we were actually talking about was not the first definition of that word. They just wanted to find the word and then use the definition they found on Google. And then they put that as the answer to the paper. So when they turned it in, the science teacher was so frustrated. He was like, did you guys even read past definition one when you Googled it? Which they didn't have to Google. They could have just answered the question based on stuff we've already talked about. But they just don't want to think. They refuse to think. If you make them think, they have a sense of tantrum. And that's something that's being embedded over and over again for for its convenience. And and I don't want to call them lazy because I don't even think it's a lazy. I think it's just uh, not having to think. Like no one's making them think anymore. So critical thinking skills are on a decline. And I'm sure not everywhere because having been a sponsor for um, like Math Olympiad, 
taking a group of kids to compete against other districts and other schools. I have seen these children who can do all kind of calculus calculations in three seconds. They are still here. They do exist. But they're a group, a demographic that they are not required to think on daily basis to their highest ability. And sweetie, believe me, they're growing up. One day they will not be children. They will be behind the counters of your places of business, working for you or trying to own your company, and they cannot think. Well, they ain't going to be they owning no companies if they can't think. Oh, shoot. Yes, they will. Because they cannot tell them. You don't understand how how desperate this is. You cannot tell them that they don't know. So they will. They will strike out there and say, I'm going to open my I'm an entrepreneur. I'm going to open my business. But when you deal with them, you will realize that they are not businessmen and women. But they will take the risk. I mean, there, there was a guy that came. He had done a study, came to talk to us, and I don't think my school district, like, really kind of researched him. So they didn't know that when he got in front of all these teachers, he started talking bad about the state of education. Um, and, and, of course, it was, it was like that. we were like the amen corner. It was everything he said, we were like, exactly. Um and you could see some of the higher-ups were like, did you know he was going to say this? But um, he showed us a study comparing American students globally. And he was showing where we tested low in these different areas. But the one thing that set our students apart and the one thing that a lot of countries are trying to figure out what we're doing was um, confidence, self-esteem. Because they had their kids tested higher than us in a lot of content areas, but they tested lower than our children in esteem. That our kids had so much confidence in what they know and the fact that they didn't know much, but they had a lot of confidence in that. And their students never felt like they were adding up to where they needed to be or that they were as smart as they should be. They, they never felt like they were doing enough to show their confidence was low. And our kids are the only ones that tested high for that. So they will own businesses around. Sorry. They will now, is that a false sense of confidence? Because, I mean, I said, is that a false sense of confidence? Because I like to take a step back. Our children are just that. Their children, and mm-hmm. a student needs a teacher. And I'm not mm-hmm. necessarily talking about a teacher in a school setting. I'm just talking about a teacher as an adult to in, show them the, the ropes. The word, right. right. So, how 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 are we to blame our children for not knowing what seven times seven minus four is, unless we put them through the rigors of having to actually do that? You know what I mean? So I hear you. I hear you. But we have to put the onus on them. I, I do. I hear you. But I want you to step into some classrooms, and I want you to see the real fight of a classroom. I want you to see because parents um, equip their children with cell phones. Period. The end. 
My kid has to have a cell phone. Has to. Because there's an emergency. I pick them up late. Any number of reasons. There are certain things that you don't want to police every day. Like, you want to pick your battles. Because I have to deal with these babies. I don't want to fight with them every second, turn the phone off, give me the phone, and then the whole period is discussing when can I get my phone back, are you charging the office, all of So you tell them, turn the phone off, put them in your pocket, leave them there. But every chance they get, that phone comes out, whether that is to Google an answer, whether that is to text a friend, whether it, oh, our biggest thing now is posting on social media during school. So much going on in their world that distracts from you being able to engage them just in what you're doing. You're comp- we compete with so much in the course of just 10 minutes. In just 10 minutes, they are some, so many of them. This is one of the years where I'm, like, tired of um, the counseling sessions or trying to figure out, like, um, what is the underlying issue with you? You fight somebody every week. Why are you fighting so much? And how much can you learn if you are fighting someone every week, you get suspended for three days, and you come back and you have another fight because you posted stuff while you were out about fighting somebody. When you get back, it's, and it's not one. It's not one child. So you're doing this every day, but the content still has to be learned. The um, accountability is still there for the teacher, for the student. And then on top of all that, you have parents who want to know, want you to tell them when their baby's not going to turn their work in, if you can remember that conversation. Yeah, so you mm-hmm. called me to tell me that you want me to call you when I think your child's not going to turn in the work, but you live with them every day. So it's like there's so many issues. There's like, well, one, one, who's long with it now? Um, I knew he was going to say that. I'm answering the question you asked. I'm answering the question you asked. But let's look at this from a different point of view. We're going to take it outside of education, right? And you say you can't pick your battles, right? And I say... You have to pick your battles. Well, right, you say you have to pick your battles. And I say a person who picks their battles is a punk. Okay. Um, okay. Because if you are a bully, what do you do? You pick and choose who you going to bully. You right? Mm-hmm. And, and bullies are punks. You fight the battle that's in front of you. Now, what mm-hmm. I found out through my years of living is you don't necessarily fight the battle that you could win. You fight the battle that's going to affect you the longest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if, if it's a battle that's um um a five-minute battle, I got that. I got five minutes for you. But if it's a 10-year battle, I don't know if I got 10 years to fight this. But then you ask yourself, is it worth it? You know what I mean? So when you start getting and choosing battles, to me, that's a sign of punkishness. And I think what we've become is a nation of punk-ass parents. You know what I mean? You don't want to fight the battle of your child not having a cell phone, so you give them a cell phone. You don't want to fight the battle of having to tell your child seven times to wash the dishes so you wash the dishes. You know what I mean? So so 
we start picking and choosing our battles. No, sometimes you fight that battle and you get it done and it's fought one time and you don't have to keep going back to it as opposed to capitulating time and time and time and time again. You got to fight these battles. We we can't be having the children run us. We got to run them. We got to show them. We got to grow them up. But when we start picking and choosing battles, then we start saying, okay, well, that's not important. No, everything is important. And that's good. That I would agree with as a parent. For me as a parent, everything that my daughter does is important. Every message that I send her is important to me. Every message I send her directly and indirectly as a parent. As a teacher, I just I just think that as a teacher, there are certain battles that are directly for you to choose to deal with because when you realize your limitations, because you can you kind of know how legal certain things. You know, I have a, a young man that is is going to have a, a hard road to travel um, because of his sexuality and the fact that he has chosen to 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 um, prefer men you know, young men, that means that he's going to come across a lot of scrutiny and he's going to question a lot of things. I just see him question a lot of things that the average, whatever that is, person doesn't have to deal with at this age. And um, some of the things that he deals with totally negate a whole day of education because this thing that's going on with him socially drowns everything else out. My hands are tied as to exactly what I can and cannot say and how I interact with him based on the type of conversation that this would entail. Because at one point he took a chance the same risk that any kid that's straight would take. And he said, I'm going to tell this person how I feel about them. And any young man can be rejected, period. You know, that's the risk. That's the reason that some men find it difficult to let a woman know that I'm interested in you. But it was a double blow. For him to let this young man know, hey, I'm liking you, I want to hook up with you, and this young man to say, I don't like boys. And not only am I going to say that I don't like boys, so that was a blow to you. So you, you, that rejection hurt, just like it would hurt a straight kid. But now I'm going to go on social media and let people know that you came on to me and that I had to turn you down in front of everybody so they can post this, reshare it, share people, it's, it's out there. And all of that is happening in the, mid, the middle of my day with other students, students that are younger who don't have any any clue because they're sheltered, they don't know what's going on, that just isn't being normal, what's wrong with them. Kids didn't know because they're in the circle and they know exactly what happened and they knew it was going to happen because they were on the side of the board and posted the video. I mean, and it's like, this is what I, because this young man 
Now I'm in fear that suicidal tendencies are showing up. I don't want him to go try to kill himself in the bathroom or what have you because, like you said, they're children. So some things emotionally they are not able to yet process themselves. But then we have to look at the fads or the trends that are happening at the time. And at this time, there was a trend where children were killing themselves, committing suicide live. So kids were sharing these videos to each other. And when we see trends as children who don't process beyond our moment that we see it, when they watched it, it wasn't a grotesque suicide. All of the stuff that I see in movies where it's like, oh, you don't want to kill yourself, it's terrible, didn't happen. person looked to be at peace once they hung themselves. That's, a, that's very real because the message that translates to them is that it doesn't hurt and your body's not going to go into all this convulsion and you're just going to nicely die away. And so when I'm, ask you a question. I have to turn turn around and come to school the next day with the situation brewing and more posting on social media and word spreading around all the different circles, that starts to look good for me. Now, now you said that you tell them to put their phones away and don't pull them out and that basically, um, I'm paraphrasing, it's a rule you can't post to social media during class, correct? Right. What's the um, ramifications of posting during class? Well, first you got to find out. Especially when you have that student who is antsy. Okay, you found out. No, no, you found out. What's the punishment? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because here we go. You got to find out. Because if the student went to the restroom, if they actually go to the restroom, and they post it. You still don't know. You don't know the phone came out. You just think they went to the restroom. You don't find out. Every post has a time. Every post has a time, no matter what social media platform. Right. But I need you to I need you to, to work with me here. Because if I posted at noon and I went to the restroom and posted, so you never saw my phone come back, come out. I come back from the restroom. I continue throughout my day. The post is now going viral in the building with all the other whatever, 7th, 8th graders, ninth graders, whatever. But you don't get wind of it because as much as you're trying to be, you are not in my circle. You are an adult. So it has to pass through some layer before it comes out because one of the things that our kids know very well and learn very well is snitches get stitches. So they don't tell right away. You find out because of the breakdown. This young man that comes in, he's huffing and puffing, I've been crying for hours, and he's having an opinion like, what's wrong? Well, at noon, it is now 3 o'clock, but at noon, somebody posted something. So it's, it's, it's already made all these other circles. So, yeah. I'm just saying, wait, wait, I don't mean to cut you off, but. Yes. Imaj. Yes. All right, I'm going to need you to stop breathing like you're doing some things over here on the phone. Oh, I'm sorry. I was, I'm sorry. My little mic was close to my little nose, and I was playing this game, and I was I, listening to y'all. I'm going to need you. I'm, I'm like, yo, is she over there giving fellatio? Like, what is going on? Oh I mean, that's not your I was playing a game. Y'all was talking, and y'all was talking about each other being long-winded. 
He ought to talk. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just listening and playing the game. Uh, I was like, so wait I a minute. Say, I was I was starting to get excited. I was like, wait, I, I understand we're talking about children, but this is this is titillating. <laughs> okay, but oh, I do want to say because I know where Ron was going with this, and and and, and, and try not to be long winded again. I want to say where Ron is going with this is what is the consequence when you find out at twelve o'clock someone exactly if us as adults we we make a rule and we don't enforce that rule. What I'm saying to you is the rules. You're you're looking at one thing. You're looking at two different things and making it one, and that's not the truth. No, I'm not looking at two different things. I understand it's a process, but at the end of that process, you still have this information, and you can go backwards and see, well, at 2.14, you posted this, and at 11.17, you posted this, and at that point that you have that information, you have to discipline. I'm going to stop you, and we're going to disagree again, but that's two different things. I stop myself. Why is it two different things? Because... For one, the breakdown that the young man is having is not disciplinary. That is not a disciplinary issue. The posting that the other young man did, yes, that is disciplinary. However, right, so what's if I have a kid that is breaking down, if I have a kid that's breaking down, I'm not going to go get the kid that's posting right now. I have a situation to clean up. I have a clean up on Al 3. Because right, but are you the only teacher there? You the only teacher in the school? See, maybe what we need in schools is we need a social media um, um, officer. Maybe what we need in schools is every child who has a, a telephone, we have to have your telephone number. And we don't have to have it to use it. We have to have it so we can plug it into these social media networks and see whether or not you have one. Because it's usually associated with a phone number or email. And here's the deal with that. Because that is definitely definitely something that's necessary. But you have to understand that we're talking about an antiquated system, and everything that happens in a public educational system is legal. Every single moment of it is legal. So that's not I don't understand that. You've got to explain that to me. Okay. Let's see how to explain this to you. On administrative end, in public education, everything is about legality. If you ever, like, go to school to get your certification to do anything on an administrative side of education, you're going to go through courses that are strictly legal courses. That is it. It's all about educational law. That's it. You're going to come out of that class feeling like a lawyer because, on the administrative end of education, everything is legal because you can be sued for anything. And if you're going to be right. sued, you have to understand that you have you have to not be liable. So you have had to have done everything within the ramifications of the educational law period. That covers all judgment. That law supersedes your heart. If your heart says, oh, but he's not going to ever do it again, it doesn't matter. If the law says that at this point you have to do X, Y, and Z, that's what you got to do. So on that end of education, like I said, it's antiquated. So the laws have not even evolved enough to include social media at this point. Now, I hear what you're saying, but I, but I know what I know. 
And what okay. I know is that there's certain, especially high schools in New York State, mm-hmm. specifically New York City, where cell phones aren't allowed in the school. Okay? Mm-hmm. And that is but something that me, the school... Ask me, ha- ask me if there is a governing for social media in those areas. It's not. No, but feel me. But feel what I'm saying, though. So what they do is, like, the, the, the corner stores, the bodegas, they have a new line, a new stream of income. They'll charge the, 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 the students a dollar, and they'll hold your phone, and they'll give you a card. So after school, you get a new card, you get your phone back. There's even, like, little ice cream trucks that sit outside the school and you dollars. So you got 2,000 students, 1,000 of them have phones. That's $1,000 a day right there, revenue stream for that ice cream truck or, or just within the school ice cream truck, you know what I'm saying, the store, whatever. I say that to say. And I hear you. There but are ways to defeat no, this beast. There's always if you're not looking for ways, you're not going to find them. Okay, so I'm going to tell you, because now you've got to make me offended. Um, when I say you, I don't mean you singular. I mean you plural. I'm, I'm talking about education as a whole. Don't say if you're not looking for ways, because that's not the case. And I wish it was as easy as what you're saying, but... Just like we but don't it is as easy as what I'm school. saying in New York. It's not, so now it's what you're talking not. about is different states. I'm, no, it I'm, is. I'm talking about I'm talking about parenting. I'm talking about parenting. You will have parents right. that now will sue the school district. We're talking about parents that will sue the school district because you said no phones in your school, but give them right. one situation right. where their their child needed a phone, and now there's a lawsuit. I mean, and no, 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 no. I'm, 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 I'm going to tell you the way around that. The way around that is you call the school. So as opposed to calling your child where your child phone could be dead, your child phone could run out of energy, and then what? You don't have no way to reach your child. But the school ain't, is going to always pay his phone bill. As a matter of fact, being a man who worked 15-plus years in the telephone industry, it's illegal to cut off the school's telephone system. You can't cut off a school's phone whether they don't pay their bills for 10, 12, 13 months, years. So you call the school, parent, and there's a way, there's an easy fix to that. But we have to be willing to look for that fix. So I hear what you're saying, saying, but I know what I know. You, You keep saying look for that. But if you actually think that a group of educators did not say, hey, let's just say no phone. If you really think that that lowly of educators who, despite what you have seen on the news, despite what you might um, have heard about this one, if you think a group of educated, highly educated people sat down and never said that and never came up with that idea, I'm offended. All right. Now, the fact that you saying that I heard about it or read it on the news as opposed to experience could offend me, but I'm not offended. What I'm saying, though, is this. I'm not saying that y'all haven't brought that up. And, and when I say you, I don't mean singular, I mean plural. And I've seen the documentary called The Educators about the school system in Texas and what they were teaching them about, uh, 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 what was it, about the um, creation, creationism. So I understand that it's a board and you have to go through the different layers. So maybe the level I'm talking about is that layer and is above your level. Maybe that's what it is. So you shouldn't be offended because I'm shooting above you. So in, in which case, what you need to do is grab a gun and shoot with me as opposed to getting offended in your insecurities. Let's go back to Amaja's topic. <laughs> okay, so, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back away from Ron because I really want to put my hands around his neck, but that's not going to get us here nor there. 
Um, right, the mind might start breathing hard I, again. <laughs> but what I do want to say is in all of this heated conversation, um, I think one of the things that we agree on is that there are some issues with the, the evolution of technology and how it affects our children um, in education. And I think that yes. is something that is um, definitely in need of a think tank and some reprogramming of and some structural changes, definitely. Do you have, I mean, this is, I mean, our board right now is considering saying no phones in school, but they can say that today. They have to get it through the system, and then it can become something that we can then, and here's the other element of that, um, once it becomes a rule or part of the conduct or a part of the district policy, now you've got to enforce it. And so now how much time are exactly. you going to spend policing that phone situation in your classroom when you know they're not supposed to have it, they know they're not supposed to have it, but I've, I have a student that has four iPhones. He has four. So when we take up one, he's like, okay, because he's got another one. Whose parent has bought a 12-year-old four iPhones? But this is what I deal with. This same baby I saw today in tears because his grades won't allow him to be on one of the sports teams. But he's got four cell phones. Those are the kind of things that I'm talking about. And I get you 100%. I'm, I, I'm not disputing nothing you say because you got your boots on the ground and you're seeing this on, the, on daily five times a week basis. I get you. Right. What I'm saying, no, I'm though. I'm saying it's just a implementation is, that it, is a stage. Exactly. So it can be implemented. The, the question is whether we have the want or the will to implement it. So now those who have the power to implement it that don't implement it, we got to ask ourselves, are those the people who need to be leading us? And I would also suggest that normally, it maybe is different in your municipality, but normally these are positions that are voted upon. These are elected officials. These are people who are voted into these positions. So that goes. But yeah. now I ain't one for the, for the voting for president. Exactly. So that exactly. means because the, we have the power the as, things, as 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 yeah, the lumping proletariat. We <laughs> also have. We also have some thinking processes that are still sick. Um, watching the news, and I'm watching. Um, they interview this guy, and he's so happy that DeVos has been, you know, put in this place, Secretary of Education. And they asked why. He was so excited, and he was like, because she's a black man, the black folks' blessing. She's a black folks' blessing. This, now we can finally send our kids to the schools we want to. And it's painful to hear us say things like that. Because See, that's you know when that we bullying is actually we, a good thing. Some of these parents need to be you know bullied. Because research, you know, just a little bit of research. I mean, even if you just stop and you say, forget all that other stuff. Let's think about if I remove all of the kids from my community school and send them to another community school. Do you ever stop to think about what happens to your community itself? You have a vacant exactly. building sitting somewhere in the midst of your neighborhood, your community, your home that is vacant and now becomes whatever it becomes, a hangout place, run down. What happens to your property value? You know, I just, 
I wish that we would stop and just think for ourselves. That's a common sense thing. That has nothing to do with uh, propaganda. That's like stop and look at it. What happens in communities when things become vacant? Yes, what happens, and do you think that you're going to go live in that community that you get that voucher for? They're not going to let you come live over there in their wonderful school. And maybe if your kids have some issues, they're not going to let your kids stay there long. Because and then they're, how about they're not going to lose whatever their reputation is because the kids from what they're going to call them, the kids from over there came over here. They're not going to do that. But ding, 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 I'm with you a thousand black percent. man blessing, black, black folk blessing. I, I just, all I heard was Fiddler. I just heard Fiddler saying just dance for him. Dance for him one time. We sick, boss? We sick, boss. <sighs> yeah. I mean, so, but also the other side of that is, yes, when, when, when you have a vacant school, all of the ramifications of having that vacant school. But what happens when you got an overcrowded school? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? A child going from school A to school B doesn't take away the problems of that child. So now that just mm-hmm. transfers that that problem from school A to school B, where now a new uh, 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 student body gets infected by that. So mm-hmm. it's it, it's twofold. It's threefold. It's fourfold. We gotta, fourfold, like you say, we need yeah. a think tank. Absolutely. Yep. But yep. what we need is, like I said, sometimes some of these parents need to be bullied. Like you know, it's just stupid. Let me tell you why you're stupid. You're stupid because you're not looking at this, you're not looking at this, you're not looking at this. And I see why your child is stupid because you're stupid and you're raising up stupid children, stupid. (laughs) You know, and that's, you know, I just, I got so upset when I saw him say that. And his time on there, his fame was less than three seconds because they just played his little, you know, he's a black folk blessing. But I said, you know, if, again, just think for yourself. Quit letting people tell you what to think. You think if you go to these charter schools or, or privatized schools that have a great reputation, do you think that they allow parents to have children in their schools and not require that the parents do some kind of volunteer hours or cover some sponsorship or some kind of something and that you're just going to drop your kid off every day and go home and be done? No. And if you can say, well, that's okay, I'll do it, then think about the hypocrisy. You will go to their, and whoever their is for you, their community, and volunteer your time in their schools, but you won't do it in your own school, in your own community. You can't get, you can't get a group of parents, PTA meeting. Now, if they want to come whoop a teacher's ass, oh, yeah, they'll show up for that in droves. But to come and say, how can we support our kids and our teachers, yeah, I'm not showing up for that. And that's what we keep having. You'll go do it somewhere else where you're faking, but you won't come do it where your money is going, your your taxes are going where your babies are going. You won't come and do it there. And I'm like, if you would just put in that time and invest that much in, you'll see such a difference. But you'll go Let me ask you and a take question. your little voucher and go over there and do whatever they say do, but you won't do it in your own community, in your own backyard. What? Let me ask you a question. Is it, and, and, and this is akin to public shaming, but is it the legalities you was talking about? Is it legal to tell the truth? 
<laughs> Depends on how, what it would harm. <laughs> no, what I, and I say that to say this, like, there's, 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 there's a thousand, two thousand things that we send out with that, that the school sends out on a yearly basis, mm-hmm. right, or hundreds or scores. I don't know how, what the amount is. But how about one every five or six months, maybe twice a year, three times a year, and you say, these parents did A, B, and C. We want to salute these parents mm-hmm. and then send and mm-hmm. have their names. You know what I'm saying? Sent mm-hmm. out to every parent. And then have another list. These parents haven't done a motherfucking thing and have okay, their name. I wish we could have that one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the one and I have wish the, we could and, have. And, and, and send, no, no, but you got to have because both. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to you gotta salute those who do what they do. You know what I'm saying? You got to give right. them some kind and of, you know what I'm saying, recognition. I, I have to say that. I have seen our district like have a whole gala for the volunteers of the year, and it's the parents that do these things. And they every school gets to you say, said to trap a whole gala? No, I just said to have a gala. It's so stupid. Oh, they just to trap a whole they, gala. I said, trap a whole. It's like the Navajos. Oh, my gosh. No, don't go back to the Navajos. <laughs> I've seen them celebrate those parents that actually do bring the time and and do things. They actually do that. And they get awards and, and a night and a dinner and a stand on the stage and they celebrate them. And I'm like, man, that's cool. Like they are really celebrating these parents that do these things. But the ones that don't, they just need to drop their kids off. And right, but, but, but that's what I'm saying. We need to shine a light in that dark corner. Be like, listen, your child yeah. has been here for three years. We've seen you once. The time that we've right. seen you was when your child had that fight two and a half years ago, and we haven't seen you since. Like, yeah. we have to shed a light on those parents, too, to let them know. Because you know what? Some parents are going to claim ignorance. I didn't know. I didn't know. Oh, I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to. But if you send them these, these, these actual documents saying, listen, we've had this event on, on, on January 15th, this event on, on, on December 4th, this event on May 13th, and you showed up to none of them, Mrs. Williams, Mrs. Bogdanovich, Mrs. Um, Elestri, or whatever the damn names is. And, and I said those last two just because they didn't sound like black names. <laughs> but if, 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 if you put that in, in writing and send it to them, and they see their name, like, damn, I'm on the ain't shit list. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like nobody don't want to be on the ain't shit list. So then, so then right. maybe it'll it, it'll 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 spur them to activity. I mean, yeah. listen, I just throw things against the wall, see if it sticks, and, and, and maybe right. it don't. But if we don't try things for our children, what the hell are we willing to try things for? Right. And, and I agree. I agree. But you know, we're in this um, PC, you know, politically correct world. You keep shaming is not allowed. And cyberbullying is not allowed, so you but, can't but, even but, but it's out emails that say, "Hey, I'm just telling you, these are the catchphrases and the trends that garner what we can and cannot do." And I'm telling you, the legalities. All school districts are afraid of being sued and having the the lawsuit, having that person win. So if you are, I mean, we just got a little thing about. Sending out emails today, 
just today, we had a whole staff meeting and I had to talk about sending out emails, you know, and it's like, oh, my gosh, really? You can't even tell parents that I will answer your emails later? Like, what am I supposed to say if I have to answer the email later? Like, I didn't. So. I'm answering you now to let you know I'm going to answer you later. Right. I I mean, if, if it's one thing I'm sure, there's, there's an answer to every question out here. Every question yeah, has I'm, an I'm answer. Sure. I'm sure that there is a perfect way to handle every situation that we discussed this evening. I'm not sure that it's being implemented and that it exists in its um, familiar sense. Like, I can go look at that building that's doing that thing, but I know that... Um, What's the perfect way to answer some... having a long lunch break? What's the answer to that? Quit dreaming, wake up before you're late. Those, I know a lot of people have those dreams. I thought that you guys stopped having those dreams when you got out of puberty or whatever, but obviously you still have those. Uh-uh. This is reality. Man. All right, so we're about to, like, be off the air, and the sad thing about this being off the air is that we have not ever talked about the inbox questions, which is probably why you might want to sleep on us, because she wanted to. Right, she said she was playing the game. She know I asked for sleep. She's trying to play playing the game. Right. Nobody don't play she a game and breathe today. like that. She was a nap today. She's probably napping right now. She ain't even here. She like, y'all talking, y'all bumping y'all gums. Y'all, yeah, yeah. First of all, I've been here, and <laughs> I've been listening and when you all get to talking and y'all get to going back and forth, I just step back and let y'all talk because there's no way that I can say a word because y'all keep going back. So, yes, I was playing a game. No, now I am close. And no, I did not have a nap today. <laughs> Hearing everything. So, I heard everything. Everything. We love I you. I know that we hate when we argue because it takes so much time. How do you say hey, he say whatever he wants to say to me. Like I'm not gonna be his doormat. Like, no. Just because he can write a book, he thinks he's the most educated person on the show. No, no, not at all. If anything, if you want the truth, I'm probably the least educated person on the show. I'm just uh, 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 secure, and I don't have insecurities when it comes to certain things. Oh, God, I'm going to go back to playing my game. Well, the hell with you, too, then. You, you ain't, ain't interesting enough. You'd rather put blocks or Pokemon. You'd rather have Pokemon than have a man poke you. I'm playing form father to something else. Man, poke you. And for your your information, that ain't going to be happening for a long time. So guess what? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. That's not good. So if my attitude attitude gets ugly, you just deal with it. Wait, wait, all right, wait. I know we're about to leave, but let's talk about this for a second, Iman. What, what, <laughs> what, what's going on that, 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 that ain't no man doing no pokes? What's going on? I don't want to. You don't have to tell him your business. 
No, it's not me. It's all of us. Because I, I know you want to know the answer, too. <laughs> no, I don't have to know her business. I'm not into that. I if mean, what's wrong with a, a, a good poke is good. Shit, I, I, might, I might get a little poke in a little. Anyway. But um, I'm going to throw up. You've been poking. Yeah, Way too yeah. much. That's why we're going to have a... We're going to have a little a person, baby. another little human. A little, little human? We're going to have a little human in the next couple of weeks. So, yeah. No, but seriously, though, seriously, there's certain, and the, and the there's way, certain the chemicals that are released. Be quiet. There's certain chemicals that are released when we get poked and when we do poking. You know, I mean, the, the, these things help us, you know, to stay stable. And, and you know, and, I get and, that, and, and that's why I've already given my disclosure. If my attitude gets ugly, then you understand. I know some people down there in the Catholics. I could do a little, you know what I'm saying, Don King and get you. I don't know part of nobody that you know down here. That she was in desperate need of some. Like it ain't, in I, the bed. The thing is this: it ain't like I can't get none. I choose not Thank to you. want any. Oh, and who the hell chooses that on their own? <laughs> who the hell chooses that in their right mind? She it. Why can't I choose that? Why can't I? No, you, you can. can. I didn't say you can't. I just said who does it in their right mind. Somebody that wants to stay in their right mind and doesn't want it all fogged up with pheromones and boxes. Right, hormones and estrogen and testosterone, <laughs> all them, you need all that just flowing through your body. I don't like him oh. that much to want that at this point. Oh, whoa, that's a whole nother conversation, the bestiality. We ain't getting into that. No, no, I don't like it. Wow. Just put it like that. And so just leave it, just leave it alone, Ron. Dang. Oh, no, I just, you obviously, you saying? leaving it alone. Somebody need to not leave it alone. Oh, well, we God. know you wasn't the one that didn't leave it alone. You did not leave it alone at all. So you are not, not one to talk to anyone about how to leave it. Okay. Let me make my own <laughs> personal choices in this life. You made yours. Let me make mine. No, no, you absolutely can't. And I don't want you to think... Expert. No, I, I, listen, I don't want you to think that I'm that, that, that I'm trying to cast any aspersions on you or anything of that nature. That's not what I'm doing. I'm just looking out for your well-being, your physical. Listen, your skin needs to be clear. I'm just trying to clear your I'm your dermatologist. Oh I'm your esthetician. That sounds like a setup. You know, he's got, no, the, he's no, got the little no, human coming, and he's just trying to pimp you out. That's why he did the whole pimp no. thing last week. He, he won't talk about my people. He won't talk about my people. But yeah, I get the whole skin thing. I get that because, yes, during this time, my skin has suffered. Y'all know I don't play when it comes to my skin. See? Already. See? And, and, it's, and it's it's irritating my spirit because, you know, just, just certain things that I just can't do right now. You know, I'm just thankful that the little doctor said I can, I can go walking in the park now. Like, I could... Oh, God. But anyway, you know, I'm just certain things I'm just thankful about. And right now, I don't need anyone in my space because I don't really want to be around people. I don't want to be around. I don't want them in your space neither. There's something else they need to be in, not your space. 
And she don't need nobody in her damn business. That was her nice way of saying, shut the hell up, Ron, and go get ready for your little human to get here. That's what she was saying. She's just nice. She ain't never been nice to me since the day I met her. Now, all of a sudden, she want to be nice to me. I mean, if you want me to call you out your name and whatnot, I just don't feel like it. No, 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 I I don't don't feel like it. I ain't, I mean, and you know I'm already at that level of I ain't had no naps today. I ain't had nothing. Not, I ain't even laid down for not a nap. Nary a nap, and y'all know how she and is matter about fact, a nap. And, and matter of fact, I haven't had a nap in, like, over a week and a half. So you know I'm really jacked up at this point. Okay, okay, I'm about to be ignorant. I'm about to be ignorant. <laughs> so when's the last oh time you had something? <laughs> When's the what? When's the last time you asked him? December. December? Did you have? Did you have? You said 2016. Imaz, are you answering him? No, I'm saying it ain't nothing. I mean, it's it's okay. Right, it's okay. Mind your business, woman. Mind your business. Listen, listen, Miss Moore. You getting some? Okay, you don't have to rub it in. We know you getting some, Ron. You left no, the actually, Okay, we get it. Shut up. I got some. That don't mean I'm getting some. I mean, I, I mean, I've done it. But well, anyway, but um. How, okay, let's do 20. this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's not ask Emma's any more of her personal business questions. And let's. All right, so let's ask you. When the last time you got some? None of your damn business. You mean you want you want to take the heat off of my? It's more it's heat to go around to everybody. <laughs> well, how about this? How about I'll tell you, but not today. So we're gonna go ahead and wrap this show up because it is time to go. Yeah, it is. We have been signed off the air, and so it is time to sign off the air. Our show ended. It's already in the ended phase. The counter is gone. Oh, trust me. People go listen to this part. No, 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 trust, trust me. People go listen to this part. They go, they go log on to the after, you know what I'm saying, the, the archives, and they will be like, I want to hear the last time a mom got some. And it's not that busy. <laughs> Anyway, I'm, not they, I'm not even. As I'm many not even people as be in her inbox, as many. Di- well, she had maybe she not did. her inbox, but her the, messages. You talking about the pictures? <laughs> he was gonna say he was gonna say something about and, the dick pics. You know he was. I mean, I and I get stuff in my inbox still. I just don't. But no, no we, like, you had to change. You gotta change you the term. Call like it into your message box. Pig, you can just use the pig, like Ryan. That's still virtual. So what? Let's, okay, I'm done with this conversation. So this is what we're gonna do. I have been called out of my name. We're gonna take this text. We're gonna go into the office. I've been called a punk. I've been called out of my name. I let Ron call me all these things. I am not what going to punt me into being on this call any longer. We're about to go. What? I'm tired. 
I'm tired. Am I just Shut up. <laughs> I did not go to I was here the whole time. I was awake. And so I decided to mute my phone so y'all couldn't hear me playing my game and breathing. Clearly my breathing. Be you don't nerves. have to explain anything to him. It's him. We're done. <laughs> Let's say goodnight, everybody. Oh, my so gosh. It was a great okay. Wait a minute. I have a question first before we go. Wait a so next week, are we going to discuss these inboxes that we didn't get to um, discuss? Because there were some really good questions out there in the world. And I really Those wanted to discuss really good questions. So are we going to do that so next week? Because yeah. We're going to do the inbox questions next week. They're all on my Facebook page, so I can go back and find them. If you want to add to them, you're more than welcome to throw some questions in the inbox. We don't reveal your name. Stop using the box in the messages. And we just put them, um, the questions out, and then we discuss them on the air. So if you would like to get some questions, even if the questions are for us specifically and not necessarily a situation, if you just want to say, hey, I'd like to know if Ron is such an asshole every time, you can do that. Or if you have a situation going on personally, you would just like to hear us discuss your situation and get three different perspectives on your situation, please throw that in there. Hey, I'm dating a guy who's an asshole. You know, is it cool to stay with him? Well, I mean, if his name is Ron, we're going to give you our perspective on that too. So you have the (laughs) opportunity between now and next Wednesday to Throw some things in our inbox, and it's anyone, mine, Imajis, and Ron. I don't know if Ron checks his inbox, but if he does, you can throw them in his inbox as well. So we're going to go ahead and call it a night. We are a little bit late. I want to thank my co-hosts because they are the bomb. Y'all are the bomb co-hosts. Yes, yes, give them a round of applause. And we're going to go ahead and see you next week. Say good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Don't forget your homework. Homework, free books. Don't forget about free books from Ron. Good night, y'all. Good night. Deuces. Oh, he just hung up. That's great. He never asked right. <laughs>